Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I am an all wrestling referee. I'm good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I'm your host, Chuck Bean, here with a full studio of people to talk about the week that was in pro wrestling. If I sound pretty pumped about it now, don't worry. I'll get much less pumped about it as the show goes on. Joining me, as always, is my longtime co-host of episodes you can and some you cannot hear. That's Mr. Shawnee Constant. Hey, Chuck. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. They're never going to fix the air in the studio. It's no. always going to be hot. Hopefully, when it's like wintertime and it's like this, then it'll be great. But in the middle of summer. Damn it. My mother, does she not know by now? She knew. She knew it's 630. Put her on. Put her on. We're doing it. We're doing it. Mother, you're on speakerphone again. And we're we're, we're, we're recording the podcast. Is everything okay? Oh, my God. I always call it the wrong You do. (laughs) Every time. Hi, Mom. What the heck? Yeah. Is everything I think I need to join the podcast. Just put me on speakerphone. You, well, are, on speakerphone. you are on speakerphone right now. Welcome and I have to the show. I have you put up to the microphone. You can't hear, like, Shawnee's <laughs> playing little sound effects over you. Nothing insulting. Um, but uh, just, just we're having fun. But, like, it, no one's dead, are they? No. Good. Okay. okay. Well, I'm just double checking. Shout out to being alive. It's yeah. just a social call. It's fine. Okay. Well, are, are we... Do you... I mean... Well, no, I'm not talking on the, the water. <laughs> can, I, can I just thank you for the Christmas decorations that you provided uh, for me last December? No problem. I enjoyed making them. You are Did so Erica, sweet. Erica tell you I make a lot of stuff that she thinks is crap? I don't... I know. <laughs> no, 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 Let me... leave the disrespect? No, no. I didn't say it was crap. It's nice stuff. It's just not for me. And yet you go out of your way to make this stuff and say, hey, here's this thing that you didn't ask for. This is my favorite part cool. of the show. Yeah, I mean... Cool. Yeah, just God, we're not. You know what? We're, cool. we're not. We're not having a podcast today, guys. Cool. We're just going to talk to my mom. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk to my mom. This is maybe great. We, maybe we should take a survey. Oh, How many Christ. people think a pistachio shell bowl would be cool? Okay, I'm it's, in. Oh, oh, you're allergic to nuts. I'm still in. <laughs> like this bowl would kill you. He's willing to Are die for this. A tree nut? I don't know. Maybe he, no, uh, I cannot have pistachios, unfortunately, but I still think it's cool oh, for I those that can that. have it. it, it, it He's no, voting look. for that for me, and I appreciate that. There Thanks, you go. Buddy. I got Thanks, you, Shawnee, anytime. Yeah, the bowl is cool. I just have nowhere to put it. I've said many times to my mother, who I do love, that, like, <laughs> look, you're very generous, but I have nowhere to put these things. <laughs> you're about to have a house. <laughs> yeah, but it's not It's not like I'm buying a mansion and don't, we, it's, you know, don't put the cart before the horse because uh i I, I want to play your planter i'm not no no (laughs) i'm not doing it so what you're saying is we need to pull our money together to get a nice little sconce for the new bowl jesus christ there we go okay i'm gonna hang up the phone now mom i'll call you on the way home we'll talk to you soon okay i love you (laughs) love you and apparently everyone else does too love you Love you. You're the best. Some good stuff, man. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Awesome. Bye. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. <laughs> what, a, what a nightmare for you. 
<laughs> it's not a nightmare. What a beautiful thing. She's no, she's getting getting teamed up on by your podcast partners. She, no, whatever your she's, mom. She's she's <laughs> she's intro, the best. Man, that was she's awesome. She's the best, and um, I love her right dearly. Remind yourself that. However. <laughs> There are moments where she tests me. Well, as you're aware of, that <laughs> voice is the voice of our award-winning white woman, keynote listener, the fulcrum around which this entire show rotates. And the Jack daughter Gills, of a badass. The daughter it's of true. a badass. It's true. Badass pistachio is bowl owner. Pistachio bowl owner. Future. Future, Future pistachio bowl owner. <laughs> Erica Badass. Oh, so, Okay. I don't know what we're going to talk about today, but future pistachio bowl owner. That's a good title. It's the title of app. That's a good That's title. That's the best one. That's a good title. Also, uh, it's Justin Valentine. Wow. Hey. <laughs> You're the one that said fuck the intros. I, it's very true, but I mean, for good reason. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. For good reason. Linda, Linda took up all the time. I will take that intro since the JV Sports Talk Peer Review Pod is still on hold. Oh, so oh that sucks. I will take that intro. I'm sorry. Been without a laptop for a while. Still going to be without a laptop for a while. It's all good. Oof. Shit. That's Either that or drop $1,500. I've heard. It? Hard pass. That is hard times, daddy. Yeah. Trying to use the uh, the devices of my better half, but my, then my better half needs them. Yep. So then it's like, mm. damn it. Nope. I know how that goes because yep. Amy uses Macs and those things break a lot. Yep. So, so. And it's like, well, you can use my computer, but it's not going to be as good. Right. Right. So. But we are surviving still on social media, interacting with people. So, I mean, yeah, that. no, you're just as busy on social media. I'll need to figure out how to break your phone so that oh. I can, I can. Are you sick of seeing my tweets? I am. Ramp up the ultra violence. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck sees me and that's exactly what he does every time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're here to talk about a week wrestling. Actually, Justin, you weren't even here last week. You are correct. So we didn't get to talk to you about it, even though you were with us. For uh, for the bad AEW. news, buddy, Vince McMahon, kind of a scumbag. No yeah. way, <laughs> a little bit. I don't know why that's breaking news to anybody. We've no, I mean, granted, we didn't know what we know now, but we knew he was not a good person. So, sure. I mean, it's piece of shit. Correct, surprised, absolutely not, not one bit. Yep. So, but no, I was not with you guys, unfortunately. Uh, vacation last week. Uh, much what are those vacation. like? It's crazy. It was a staycation. Uh, went absolutely nowhere. It was fantastic. Mia got to time off as well. Nice. Uh, oh, that's nice. We went out for dinner, went out to Royal Oaks, had a coffee shop, did some work and dinner and drinks here and there and so on. But like no vacation, no packing, no long trips. Hell yeah. None of that. Laying around for five, six days. It was beautiful. Excellent. Refreshed. Excellent. I feel refreshed. I could use some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, nice. So we're back for uh, this week's one fall show. Of course, we'll talk about some AEW. We'll talk about some WWE. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can get started. Justin, you've been uh, in charge of throwing questions our way the last couple of weeks. Do you have any for us this week? I don't, but I can come that, up with No, that's fine. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm coming off vacation, guys. That's yeah, absolutely we're, we're fine. Good. Yeah, girl, yeah, I yeah. get it. Absolutely yeah. fine. I mean, I, out, I'm caught up on the wrestling. show is morbidly unpopular. Yes. Your questions so didn't put even a dent in the numbers. <laughs> Damn. Okay. It's morbid time. It's morbid time. Are you you know. Thank my, you lots of pyro. Seven months. My, my mother got go. like the most inner like response. On like, Switch. Got, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just. Yeah, they loved her. All right, we'll Very just have good. to call Linda every now and again. Shout yeah. out to Linda. It's much much like much like Nerd Radio now has to have Amy on it as much as possible because yep. 
according to Chris Jericho, she's the she's, best part of the show. She's the best part of it. Because I she's got, the only I person. I got wrapped into that comment. I'm not even on Nerd Radio. She's the only person <laughs> that didn't ask him a wrestling question. And she's pretty sure that's why. She asked him about like shooting the video. With he the, was in town for a wrestling show. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I can't tell you how the inner workings of Chris Jericho's brain. We're talking about a guy that tried to wanted to bite Brock Lesnar's nose off, okay? It's true. I mean, but Absolutely. who hasn't <laughs> wanted to? So where do you guys want to start? Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? Do we want to get the Thor? Perf? Thor was great. I oh, did not hear that. I did not watch it, but I heard horrible things about Thor from oh, all Thor, You know what? I, I, I feel like, and you'll hear this on Nerd Radio if you're listening to both podcasts, I feel like Going into Ragnarok, we didn't have any expectations, so we were like, what is this? Sure. A funny Thor movie? This <laughs> sure. is awesome. This time, we knew we were getting the same director, and we knew we were getting a funny Thor movie, so we had expectation, and it may not have lived up to those expectations, but that doesn't mean it was bad. Okay. I, I, just, I, I thought had, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I, I heard fun. It. I heard like people I heard had a lot of fun. Multiple people said garbage. Like yeah, Not well, even just like not that great. It was like, no, don't even bother. Well, they have bad opinions, yeah. and they should feel bad That's about it. That's a weird, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked by that. Yeah. This is yep. the first, like, so the, 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 the 25th Marvel movie is the first one they went and see? You know what? Start this watching Marvel this thing. Stuff. Yeah, Wait this a minute. Mar this Marvel Turns thing. Turns out that these are awful. <laughs> no, no, it's just Whoa. this one. Really? Because... We use the exact same formula. It's actually, we have one script. It's one script. It's, it's in Mad Libs. Changed the names, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just Mad Libs. Uh, I, if you don't mind, since I missed last week, I want to start with something, because uh, Money in the Bank was last week, and mm. we couldn't get that reaction. Sure. And I needed to start with something that makes absolutely, positively no sense to me. Love it. Um, and that is the hate that Mr. Chuck Bean and my good friend Virtus, who may one day be on this show, um, gave to me regarding Miss Liv Morgan and her moment at Money in the Bank uh, now a couple weeks ago, winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, cashing in on Ronda. Haters going to hate because haters got to hate. That's exactly how I felt because, uh, first off, like, I don't, okay, so Chuck's comment was, this is the reason why we don't, I don't need to watch the weekly product. Nah, nah, nah. What, go Liv ahead. Morgan was not the reason. That was theory. Yes. yes. Okay, it's still a cash in, but okay, go ahead. Anyway, so... And then there's no build behind Liv is what I was being told either be as well. And that makes absolutely positively no sense for me. If you if you don't watch the weekly product, that's fine. That, that you haven't seen it. The build has been behind Liv for a year now. Yeah, like just because she hasn't been a champion yet. No, the, the build has been you lose every yeah, match. Just being you're a baby in. face isn't a build. No, yeah. it's it's so it's like saying the build's once, been behind Corbin. No, the, it, <laughs> it was she was once and Erica, I'll let you go. She was once a member of the Riot Squad. Right. Mm -hmm. Had to break off from that and slowly got put into the bigger picture, the main event picture, the title picture. Wins don't always come with that, right? That was part of the story. She's not there yet. It made fans want her to get there even more. Go back to Hell in a Cell. She wasn't even on the card. And you see signs in the crowd, put the title on Liv, right? Because of the build, because they put her so close. She had multiple shots against Becky in January and fell just short. But then even after that, they put her in a tag team with Alexa Bliss. They kept her around, whether it was the tag titles, in the number one contender matches, whatever it may be, slowly building her up to get ready for the title picture, and now they put it on her. This build has been there. So they've spent months building somebody by proving they can't beat anybody. Okay, now, okay, okay. This, is, this is a rare time 
where uh, JV and I do see eye to eye on this because I even I haven't even been watching the weekly product religiously, and like this has been kind of. Okay. Okay, sir. That reaction was for Twitch only. Yeah. I mean, whoever listens to this, like, you know, it's it's not a visual medium. But I... You know what? It doesn't. If I'm if I'm going to be mocked, for my opinions, <laughs> no, it's the one time you're on my side. Give me opinion. Next subject. No, it's, uh, no, but like I, I definitely see where Justin's coming from because it, it is kind of like a, a traditional baby face type push where it's like ah you know oh, can they get there oh no they can't but like everyone's just rallying behind them hooray 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 it was it was one of the rare times when like wwe had like a a slow burn type feel it's an underdog story yes so so like yeah i totally agree with you there um i do however agree with chuck with with the, the theory stuff because actually Hold on, now I'm going to have to bitch at you. Uh, no, there it is. They're like, I knew, there it is. I knew what he Even wanted to backtrack. Liv I was Morgan, like, Liv Morgan. Erica Let's had some Liv shit Morgan to say. I did. No, because Liv I. Liv Morgan, I will say, you can't be an underdog if you win. Right? Like, I'm not saying. So it's push an underdog her, I'm not saying push you to the moon like Jade Cargill. I'm saying, look, the last time I saw somebody that had this bad a win loss record, it was Bray Wyatt. And I love Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And yes, I was very happy. In the same way, I'm very happy for Liv Morgan yeah. to have the title. However, I have no confidence that she will keep it more than a month. That's well, that's fine. But she's, I mean, to be fair, with Bray, I think he held it for what three one day. Or Maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she's already <laughs> beat that. But I, I did read on Reddit that uh, uh, someone inside the company said that she, she is very very popular at the moment, and that like on the tours that. Good. that her being that always champion helps. is on fire. Hey, yeah, that always helps. Yes, she a should thousand be. percent over with the crowd right now. Oh, they totally. Love yeah. her. Absolutely. Go ahead, Erica. With what, what so, you well, but yeah, so I see eye to eye with you on the Liv Morgan stuff. Yes. Uh, and I and I think like that that is that is a WWE style long term booking decision. Sure. Uh, that is definitely what they do. Um, the issue I took with you last week, and you weren't here for me to kind of Damn. quiz you on this. No. When after Money in the Bank, you said solid show. Money in the Bank gave fans something they've been begging for, and then sends them home unhappy. Perfect mix. Now, were you being sarcastic with the perfect mix comment? Because my idea of a perfect mix is not being sent home unhappy. Like that's no, dumb. That I no. It's 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 starting to feel bad for his girlfriend. No. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh. So, so, That's no, never an issue. I would, never I would an like, issue. Uh, no, please never. elaborate. I uh, want uh, never being an issue. Or? No, no, it's never no. an issue. <laughs> I understand that. That was a cheap shot. That was, a cheap shot. Elaborate. That was no. elaborate. When um, when you said perfect mix they're because doing penis stuff <laughs> on the wrestling show. So you do want me to elaborate? All right, so elaborate, ahead. please, on yes. the perfect mix comment. Were you being sarcastic, no. or do you you so you genuinely don't mind no. when people get sent home unhappy? Yeah, because part of. The fun of wrestling sometimes, at least with the live crowd, is booing the fuckers you don't like, right? And you can't always, you know, it's a situation where, look, we know Theory is the bad guy, obviously. We boo him. The dude is the future. He is a great athlete. Eh. And when it comes to this kind of stuff, this makes people want to watch and see him lose. Heels can win sometime, right? So to put in the same show, people have been begging for Liv Morgan to be champion. 
forever. They thought it was going to happen in January. All of that, right? And they finally gave it to us, especially unexpected, because you know, obviously, you know, two matches in one night and so on. Gave us that moment. Shocked the crowd. Awesome. She finally wins. But part of wrestling sometimes is, yeah, you're going to send the fans on home unhappy. The heel is going to win. The irritating young fucking kid that the higher-ups love for some reason that we don't get. Well, the higher-up. Yeah. There is higher one up, There is one whatever. man who yes. is in love yes. with, with theory. But I'm talking specifically storyline-wise, the way they frame it. They love him. Adam Pierce comes out. They put him in the match because they're babying this motherfucker, and then he ends up winning. And you boo the hell out of the stadium on the way out the show. That's part of wrestling. That's part of live wrestling I mean, sometimes. I mean, in WWE, yes, that is part of them, okay? Sports entertainment. Yeah. So, like, I, I think there Sports. is there is Your a Your favorites can't always win. There is a way. There is a way to book something to where your guy may not have won, but it makes sense for the guy you didn't like to to win. This feels like a textbook Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'm gonna troll these fuckers because you I know they can. Say, see this suit I'm wearing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot going on there. Shawnee just hit all the buttons. Just went <laughs> shush. All of them. Oh, that's fine. Like, cause there's there's a big difference between like like I, I instantly think of when Matt Cardona became GCW champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like those fans lost their minds. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like that was a trolling, but it for like the sense of intrigue. Right. This would this every time there's a trolling, it's never for a sense of intrigue because Vince McMahon loves pranks and he loves to fuck with people because he can. Okay. So I. It's one thing and then pay to pay them to go away quietly. And there you go. Uh, <laughs> it's one thing to throw a curveball mm-hmm. and have it be something intriguing instead of I'm going to do this and it's going to upset a lot of people. Ah! Like no, I but don't this- that line of thinking. I'm sorry. And, and like I know you're going to pull the thing of like this is the wrestling I grew Just up say watching. You're morally the, bankrupt. This is yeah. the wrestling morally I grew up watching. <laughs> it's the like I grew up wow. watching WWE <laughs> too. Fun. I you know, like that it's escalated just quickly. <laughs> it's just I you know, I don't understand. like there's there's a big difference between doing something unexpected and doing something to purposely annoy your audience. I think purposely annoying your audience it is 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 bad for business. Okay. One might say. So I wouldn't go the route with this one of saying it was purposely to annoy because of the it- I would, I would, I would go that route if Theory was like barely being shown on TV weekly, and then they randomly just pulled him out of backstage and say, you know what, fuck it, let's have him win because people will hate it. No, again, it watching the product weekly, they make this kid he is babied like no other, right? So it makes sense for the story that they've been telling for them because he lost his title earlier in the night to Lashley to be babied. You know what? That's okay, kid. We're going to put you in the money in the bank uh, ladder match. And that, again, the story that they've been telling is why this makes sense. I hate the, that they don't have that vignette, though. Why didn't they have that vignette where he's talking to Vince McMahon? It's just like before the match, they're like, on Friday, we told you why any number of these people in this match would be a perfect winner. We talked about their legacy and how hard they've worked to get mm-hmm. here. Oh, by the way, this guy's going to be in here, and you yeah. know for sure he's going to win. So check out for the next thirty minutes and yeah. enjoy Theory's rise. Like yeah. you didn't have to even watch the match. Just, yeah. I mean, okay, 
just because it's part like it's maybe part of the story. Okay, I see. I see that point, but the story sucks. I mean, okay, that's, and that's the biggest. That's the big issue at hand here. It's a shitty story. I don't think I, I'm a fan of theory. Oh, now you're just saying things to piss no, everyone I'm off. No, I'm not. I'm a. He's a. He's an asshole. That he's doing the job right. Like he's an asshole. He's the young kid. He is playing that perfectly right now. He is playing the role yeah. they're asking him to play. He's evil perfectly. baby John Cena. He, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's that annoying kid. You want to see him get his ass kicked. He's getting babied by Vince, you know, and he's going to get every opportunity and well, yeah, he's going to be arrogant about Vince it. Well, yeah, Vince Jr. Because let's so face on, it, Austin Theory doesn't exactly have the greatest track record either. Right. So and, let's. And there, there's no I argument mean, on that point. And, but uh, he is playing the role they're asking him to play perfectly. Plus, he's a good athlete, right? He doesn't suck in the ring, so that helps too. So. Everything they're asking him to do right now for the character that he's playing fits the story that they're telling perfectly. I don't hate it. Okay. For story uh, per, uh, purposes specifically, I don't hate it. He's playing that role perfect. I mean, that's fair enough. If you're willing to, if you don't mind the story, that's, you know, yeah. that's it all comes down to a matter of taste. I think the story is horrible because I think Austin Theory is horrible. And let's face it, the fact that Vince McMahon, you know, likes him a lot, you know, it just it's the it's the optics. I'm thing. glad I'm glad you brought it's that up. It's optics because um, so they they started on A and E. They started another season of those biographies. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and this week was the Undertaker one, and Woo-hoo! there's a bunch of there's footage specifically from the Hall of Fame backstage where like. Vince is hugging the Undertaker, and they're both t- saying "I love you." And and like, wait, Vince wait, it didn't become a meme. Because uh, I'm Tony Khan, right? Tony Khan hugs Cesaro, and people That's are like, true. "Oh my god!" That's true. No, but and like Vince, he did look very silly. What? I mean, but yes. Tony Khan looks silly all the time. Yeah. This Fair. isn't shocking. Vince wouldn't really let go of of the hug with the Undertaker, so like. On the surface, you're watching it as like, oh, that's charming. Like they've known each other for decades, and like they're really, you know, they're really close and everything. But then you yeah, stop and think about all the Vince McMahon news we've had in the last month, and yeah. it's not like we didn't know Vince was already a bad person. Right. But this mm-hmm. is just confirmation of stuff. And I'm like, well, that doesn't speak well about Mark Calloway. If Vince loves this guy so fucking much. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't think anyone thinks Mark Calloway is a great fucking person. Oh no. <laughs> WrestleMania, The Undertaker. All of his children. That is the order of love for Vince McMahon. Yeah. Right. And that's I had had the I for had things a, he birthed and created. I had presumably had, Shane under sh- Stephanie. Right. Who's to say? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, mm. I had had the same thought of like, well, of course Vince likes Austin Theory. They're both sex offenders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Welcome to Pro Wrestling, Chuck. Yeah, I'm Congratulations. <laughs> I'm surprised him and Matt Riddle aren't a faction at this yeah. point. I mean, yeah. Give it time. Look, and, and that's it, too. Like, the real life situations are what they are. And you, I agree. Like, the piece of shit, horrible, fucking whatever. I am talking specifically, you know, storyline purposes only. Okay. Sure. Oh, sure. sure. And if you hate it, no, because, I, and, and I get me. it because I, I, can't I don't, stand I don't theory believe, for that. I don't believe for a second you were defending Austin Theory. Oh, the yeah. person. no, no, yeah, absolutely not. not. So. This, is, this is his final stand. He's just like, <laughs> God damn it. No, this is it. This is it. I'm not Do not it. talk ill on theory. <laughs> this is the hill look, I will die look, on. He didn't know she was 13 years old, <laughs> and he never did it again. All right? God. It was one picture. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. So that's the incel corner of the One Fall Show here this week. 
We're horrible <laughs> people. <laughs> corner. That's I'm going back horrible. on vacation. That is horrible. That is so bad. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, what else would you guys like to discuss? Do you want to talk about the uh, the now we know that Vince McMahon uh, has paid off what like four different people that we know of within the last sixteen years, and one of them was definitely a female talent. Yeah, um, who left in two thousand five? Who did the research? I didn't. I didn't have the time to do that deep dive. Somebody, like, one, our buddy on uh, what's what's his name? Uh, is it Vincent on Grapple Fest? Uh-huh. Uh, he po- he had posted a clip from an interview that Christy Hemi had done about when she left. In 2005, saying and then immediately went to Impact, saying that like there was a line she wasn't willing to cross, and once she wasn't willing to cross that line, they told her, "Hey, we're gonna send you down to OVW to train." She went, "Sweet, I've I want to know more. I want to be a wrestler." And she was in OVW for two days, and they cut her. Wow. I mean, it. hmm. So I mean, it's it's wrestlers, so you never know. That's true. But. And the timeline lines up. So the interesting thing about the whole Vince McMahon sitch right now, now that we know more uh, non-disclosure agreements and in various payout amounts, you know, but when the initial Wall Street Journal piece was published, you know, everyone immediately went to like, well, I guess Laurenitis is going to take the fall for Vince here, right? I don't know how Johnny can take the fall at this point. For, for all of it? No. Yeah, I mean, like, something's got to happen, right? He knows where Snooka's girlfriend's body is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I just... But at the same time, like, know, realistically, we all know that, like, no matter if it's John Laurinaitis, if it's Bruce Pritchard, if it's Vince McMahon, it doesn't matter. Like, they all retire someplace with millions of dollars no. even if we never hear from them again i i mean like I, I don't know maybe their life is only impacted by the fact that they can't continue to build a a pile of, a scrooge mcduck pile of money right for well the they still lives. have they, I mean, they will no he will he'll just get he won't have to be in gorilla doing it anymore he'll yeah. be doing it at home he'll still have all the stock all the money right. he'll still be piling in he'll actually they'll actually be a good ceo in place he'll probably make more money Honestly, right. yeah, <laughs> you're totally right about that. It's funny because that's a lot of what people are saying on social media, kind of where I'm at too. This might actually open a door to a better, you know, direction with creative. I think and that's why we're everything all, like, yes, get him out, get him out. Like, it's a horrible situation because we're hoping if it gets bad enough, he's gotta leave creative. Yes, and I mean, and if and honestly, if that's the case. Holy shit! And like somehow, like Hunter takes over. Oh god! Oh my god! It'd be amazing. I can't wait. Tony Khan would have a real like you want that would be a real problem on his hands. Honestly, yeah, yeah, he would would be a real problem. And it's funny too because Tony recently said that he is uh, open to a WWE AEW show. Right. And it's and from in my brain, if if Triple H and Steph take over, that's exactly what's going to happen in the near future. Yeah, I can see I can see Paul saying before or after. They put together the, uh, the 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 locker rooms get together. Do you have, oh, is the Raw SmackDown pay locker for rooms. Raw and SmackDown separate, or yeah. <laughs> everything's triple threats: Raw versus SmackDown versus AEW. Yeah. I just gotta I gotta know where on the timeline. So we're gonna we're gonna hear about this fucking Tony Khan saying there'd be. We're gonna hear it every week. <laughs> I'm looking at you too. I need some support here. I know. No. He's going to remind us every week that Tony Khan said he would. Do. It's never going to happen. But he's keep, keep predicting it. I, I, what, this is what he does. What is fascinating, though? What is truly fascinating down, is, take is the fact that, like, okay, we all know when Vince bought the like the remaining shares or like the majority shares, uh, or at least like you know the company from his his then dying father. Yeah, and then. 
you know, created WrestleMania, you know, raided the territories, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he has openly said, like, if my father knew what I was going to do, he would not, he, he, he would have never sold me the company. Right. Like, the idea of that, <laughs> Vince McMahon could die. And then, then Hunter and Stephanie go, you know what? We're going to do all this shit. Yep. And, like, that... Oh, that's well, some, yeah. oh, that's that, some, that'll that's always some be a thing. soap opera shit right well, there. That'll always be a thing because times change and what people want changes, right? And what people wanted in 2001, 2002 in wrestling are it's not the same with what they want in 2022. Correct. Vince McMahon still has that mindset. We talked about him being out of touch. Triple H gets it, right? Yeah, he does. So Triple H, if, if and when he ever steps into that role, he is more in the current day want of what wrestling fans want to see what do you guys think the timeline would be if like let's say we've been we've been dreaming about this forever this has definitely been we've a, to- been dreaming a topic about Vince McMahon dying for years, for years. <laughs> but so what a horrible show to me vince, vince is gone from creative it's hunter and stephanie and nothing changes like there's how no long way. there's no way how for long me, this is baffling I'm sorry. Continue. I'm just saying, like, how notion. long do you think we as we as wrestling fans? Oh, two weeks. Two, yeah. After like two weeks, you'd be yeah. like, "Come on." Yeah. Oh yeah. That, they're they're like, what fucking almost first... again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what he does with Veer. The, the first episode of Raw or SmackDown after that happened, I expect to see shit change. Yeah. Right. That first episode, and I would be shocked. You say two weeks. If we did, if Triple if Triple H took over, I'm just picturing we're like two WrestleManias deep, and it's and everything is still just as bad as we we you know haven't liked it already. I just in like, the first draw, it'd be a, it'd be a close up of Vince McMahon. It'd be like the old um, Conan O'Brien with the moving mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like, "Welcome back to Raw," and then the camera would pull back, and he'd, it'd be his corpse sitting in a catapult. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie and Hunter together would pull it and yeah, just who? fires them into the ocean. Yeah, we are. Or, or we could just redo that limo blow-up scene that he attempted in 07. Uh-huh. Fair. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Fair. And then immediately the light goes dim and the fiend's music starts to play. <laughs> and that's how the show opens. Oh, now you got me. Stop. And now you got, got me. He's got the lantern, but with Vince McMahon's head on oh it. My oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Okay, Stop. now I... Now that's I, ideas. I, I kind of... Okay. That's I, not bad. Not against the Vince McMahon head as a lantern idea. That's the, I'm I not think against the that at all. catapult. Or the catapult. Okay. He had he had Vince as one of the puppets in the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, so. we just get Vince, Vince puppet. That that would be actually that would be hilarious that if there was no mention of it. But Vince puppet started to show up for like the next <gasps> if, year over and over and over again. If tr- I, go ahead. I know I'm like this is I'm like I'm tuning like if this was creative on a weekly basis. I would tune in every week because that's, that's so fucking bonkers. Yeah. If, uh, if Triple H were to take over, I mean, it definitely would change almost immediately. Think about, again, how great, like, NXT was, more, yeah. was oh, sure. the most popular company yeah. or yeah. brand yeah. in wrestling for the longest time there because of Triple H. Mm-hmm. Because of the All-Stars there, of course. Yeah, no, he gets, because he gets of the H. booking part on the gra- the grassroots yes. level. We saw that with uh, with Full Sail. And he, he um, gets the global yeah. political yep. you know, He's got a WWE of it all. He's got that perfect mix that, Vince, not, that Vince doesn't yeah. have yeah. for 2022. Yeah. Vince had the perfect mix of 2001 when 
the fucking horrible world wanted to see, you know, women be degraded on TV yeah. and so on and so forth. And, he was, and, he was like, it's my time. Right. Right. And that, that was the horrible world that 2001 this is was such good because shit. the crowd loved that shit then. Right. Yeah, sure did. And triple H has the perfect mix of, again, being a former superstar that he was mm-hmm. as big of a star as he was. Like Shawnee just said, gets the political side of it, gets the storytelling side of it, gets the wrestling side of it, all of it. Has a grip on reality, or at I least mean, more of a grip on reality. I mean, shit, the minute that Velveteen Dream stuff came out, he was gone. Yeah. yeah. He was off. Not so much he was gone, but he was off television. Yeah. Until we figure this shit out. And yeah. then once we figure this shit out, yeah, we can't do anything with you. So. Yeah. yeah. Brother. So... Boom. Yeah. Right Meanwhile, there. Meanwhile, Theory's holding a briefcase and Riddle's going to be in a main event match at SummerSlam with Seth most likely. Like, great. Uh, great. Fantastic. Well, let's talk about what's going on on the other side of the fence. Yeah, I'm right. digging that stuff. Uh, Wardlow. All right, Wardlow. TNT champ. So happy for him. That was, I mean, that was... I would like to see... Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. no, no, no. After you. I'd like to see uh, Wardlow beat Orange Cassidy continue his reign as this, this particular champion for like the next six months or a year start to get power hungry and then have OC come back around. Yeah. That, that, I like that would that. be interesting. I like that. That Cause when I, I like, I'm excited for OC versus Wardlow, but at the same time, like they're both faces Yeah, and I can't see Wardlow continuing to be a face and power bombing orange Cassidy 14 times. That is true. And, and like, I, I do, oh. <laughs> I do wonder um, if, you know, MJF is going to somehow return. I had that thought point. last, I had that thought yeah. last week. And I was how like, he's going to return. The last time he went for the TNT title, MJF screwed him out of it. So, uh, yeah. and, and the interesting part too, and has MJF ever held gold in AEW? I don't think he has. Just the ring. Just, yeah. Just but the, outside of the, the ring. Nope. Never no? hold a, held a title. No, they gave him the ring because like. It's a fun prop. Yeah. But, here we go. Oh, yeah. Now sure. we don't have to put you in any of the title pictures because you have this prop. Right. You have the million dollar belt. But if and when he does with. come back, that just adds to why circle back with Wardlow if Wardlow's still champion because MJF right. has never held that t- held a title, period. I, um, I I expect it, but at the same time, I really like how that story wrapped up. So, like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know I'm that so I need more of it. I'm so interested to see how that like, moves forward, especially because of how silent they've gone on yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he's not brought, like, we talked about him erasing him, but they're, they're not even bringing his name up on TV casually, the announcers, anybody. Yeah. Nothing. And we I saw love how that's so gone many out. scarves when we were at the LCA. Yes. A lot of scarves. So many scarves. A lot of scarves. Mm-hmm. A lot of scarves. The one thing I'll say, I'm so happy for Wardlow. <laughs> a lot of scarves, Chuck. A lot of scarves. A lot of scarves. The one thing I'll say, I, I wish there was a little bit more of a build to his title win. You know, I feel like there, sure. there was one promo where he said he wanted the TNT title, and then... There, then was, there a, was a match. There was a and little bit of interaction right. with Scorpio Sky, but like maybe one. Oh, didn't they have a segment at Forbidden? Or was it Forbidden Door? They they, they had a backstage a, segment where they talked some smack at each other. Yeah, and then he, that no, was about he it. Power bomb with Dan Lambert and them in the skybox. I don't know if that was a dynamite or if that was when that was. There was one segment, and then he won the title. I feel I, for Wardlow's build, I just wished it would have went on a little longer before. The over happened. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Maybe yeah, just maybe perhaps because it's uh, Fighter Fest tomorrow. Yeah, I got Fighter Fest. Yeah. Could have done it there, or even the first shot. Scorpio Sky cheats his way out or gets disqualified. Something like that. They definitely tell uh, wrestling stories or, or use wrestling tropes in a non-traditional way. Yeah, you know, because right. you you see that with. Um, you see that with the Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho thing. Like yes. we, we started with our anarchy in the in the arena, and right. then moved to blood and guts. Now, uh, 
Now we got a barbed wire match to look forward to next week. Yeah, well, the okay, I don't know if anyone saw the reports, but supposedly the shark cage, I think, is yeah. linked to the fact that it's going to be shark yes. week yeah, soon. Yeah. So yes. I mean, this I mean, okay. We've all complained about like the various promotional tie-ins, uh, mo- most specifically the uh, that zombie match. I liked the zombies. <laughs> like, I liked the zombies. Well, y- what does wrestling need? More zombies. More zombies. <laughs> More zombies. Uh, zombies and sharks. So, so I, I guess you know we'll have to wait and see just how shark weeky this gets. Um, I don't know if there's going to be like a point to a sign and shark week's coming. (laughs) That would be amazing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope that's not it because like that's, that's, it's, it's too much of a promotional tie-in for my taste. It's not even the promotional touch. And again, we'll see how, like Erica said, how they, how they lay do this it. out, I guess, yeah. to see how it looks. But on paper, looking at this match or when they first announced it on Rampage, I'm like, all right, now you guys are just doing shit. Now we're just hitting the shuffle button and saying, all right, fuck it. Barbed wire. The-. Like, I get the, the, the feud Eddie and, and Chris and Eddie didn't get to make Chris bleed. Fucking street fight. Call it a day. You know what I mean? Like, like now we're just like going crazy. and just, That's what it, it feels like. Again, we'll see how it's executed. But I'm just like Shark Tank and Barb Boy or this. I'm like, all right, you're doing. It's Don't a, you have a tour you, to go on, you're Jericho? Feeling, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing a little too much. Like, it, there is too much with these stipulation matches, especially when you have such a success like uh, Blood and Guts, right? Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because we were there. Like, <laughs> like Blood and Guts as as the concept is wonderful. I mm-hmm. love that they added the Royal Rampage since they had the two rings, and I hope that continues on every year I that they like do that. When they're at water comes out yeah, that too. and when you have something that works like that don't push your luck when it comes to stipulation matches now i guess me. the only thing i never think about is like how much of it is like showing different steps along the tour like there's still hunger for this so they want to get that match in as many cities as possible i'm with you just in terms of like sitting and watching it i'm like so how long do they do this for like right. eventually like okay it did seem like we've sort of blown off the the top of this thing. Yeah, well, like, well, wait, he didn't make him bleed. Okay, a five. Yeah, but he won, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it's starting to, like get a little thumbtack. A, the one thing, him on the head. Watch the blood spray yeah, everywhere right. <laughs> on your screen. <laughs> the one thing AEW has done is they have made stipulation matches not feel special, right? Whether it's within the rivalry or not. Yeah. You know, before especially crazy stipulation matches, you know. Like there was a build, it didn't happen that often. So when it got to that point, it's like, oh shit, yes, we haven't seen this match in X amount of time. It's going to be good, right? And there's a stipulation match every other week, if mm-hmm. not every week, and it just doesn't feel special. It turns into, why do I need to see Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho? Not necessarily in a match. Why does it need to be barbed wire and all this crazy shit, right? Like, why can't it just be a street fight? Why can't it just be, a, you know, <laughs> That type of match. Perhaps this was the middle ground they they landed on uh, after Eddie Kingston uh, pitched his gasoline fire match. Yeah, right. like it's just too much. <laughs> that is like, a joke. Yeah, right. Like just it's just <laughs> for the record. Grand Theft Auto. I still. I I had never actually been on AEW's uh, like website shopping website so until a couple of nights ago, and I'm just clicking through different superstars to see like what their what their t-shirts are. That Eddie Kingston shirt. That fucks. It is. It is, sure, yeah. it is a lot. There is. Yeah, a, like, there is a lot of bidness that, that get, going that, on there. That, that gives me some mad Cactus Jack T-shirt vibes. Oh yeah. 
It's, yeah. Wait, so what the, is this T-shirt? There's an Eddie Kingston shirt of him walking down the ramp with that dead look on his face, carrying oh, the gas can, yeah. and it looks like it looks like a Cactus Jack T-shirt. It's That's fucking awesome. good. That's awesome. Yeah, but the stipulation matches outside of blood and guts. It's, this does not include blood and guts because it's an annual thing and it works. Uh, it just doesn't feel special for any rivalry. It just feels like every other every other week we're getting a ladder match. Now it's a cage match. Now it's a barbed wire this and that. It's like, all right, like we don't need a. It, it, I definitely agree with you, but that's some old man shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is too much. You hit them endorphin levels up every week, right. and then. Yo. Well, especially for a weekly. I mean, I mean, no, I, I agree with you. Two I, times a week. Like early on, I, that was what I liked about Cody. I was like, oh, he's bringing these old timey matches out of the out of the mothballs. But you're you're right. I mean, yeah. it's every other week. There's right. there's. But I, I guess Tony Khan was able to win. Oh, yeah, I like that one. I, I like that one a lot. <laughs> Just showed Shawnee the Eddie Kingston shirt. It's good. Um, oh, it's oh, the, it's a the, lot. Uh, uh, oh, that's badass. There's just like. <laughs> That's badass. So, so many. It turns out there are so many stipulation, weird side matches that have been done. You can just do yeah. them, and they just sort of fall into an annual yep. schedule. It just doesn't feel special. I think it's, it's sillier to me when you take us something like Blood and Guts or War Games or uh, Hell in a Cell, and you specifically make sure it happens the same month every year. That yeah. Because then it turns into like, well, we have to find a. Excuse, yeah, because yeah, Jericho mentioned that when For we talked and to guts. him. They, it, it's I, I, and honestly, I didn't even put this together until Jericho said it. Right. I guess it is every June, right? And I did not, I didn't even put that together. So it's like, like you just said, you're forcing it. Like you're for, don't force the issue. Yeah. Just no once. Yeah, a yeah. Year. No, a steel cage match should be after you've seen people go one one way and then the other, and then they're like, all right, I gotta see you in a steel cage. Right. Right. That's yeah. like, it has to make all sense. right, we've built our. We just coincidentally got ourselves into a draw leading into Hell in a Cell. And that's exactly <laughs> why I yeah. hate the, the concept of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Yeah. Is I was having yeah. a conversation with someone earlier about this, and this goes for both companies. Let it happen organically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like whatever storyline, Blood and Guts could happen in December one year and May the next year because the, the storyline makes sense. Right? And you know, but when AEW is throwing stipulation matches at us every freaking week because of whatever reason, and then WWE forces Hell in a Cell every time the pay-per-view's there, we gotta have Hell in a Cell, you know, and Blood and Guts has to happen in June, so we gotta have something. It's just like, okay. I don't mind it's the, June. I don't mind, it, a, yep. I don't mind a stipulation do match, you know, every week, uh, as opposed to, like, just seeing two guys go at one-on-one matches four or five or eight or nine times until I, I, until I finally get a pay-per-view no, with a stipulation. I, honestly, I, we need some downtime, right? You need... I need downtime of just some chill shows, some good matches and whatever. So those stipulation matches or title matches or whatever feel special because those matches are supposed to feel special. And if it, if I'm getting it every single week because of whatever reason, it starts to use it, it lose its pizzazz of, you know, oh my God, it's a, a hell in a cell match. Oh my God, it's a whatever match. Yeah, you know I d- what I mean? lots like, of pyros in the in the chat saying bring back the attitude era. And that's kind of where, that's, that's where I fall on it is like, it just feels like the attitude era. Like it's not like, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho are doing a stipulation match every week. It's it's just that no AEW is doing a stipulation right, there's match. Right, there's a stipulation every match every week because everyone's stories are moving at different paces and like okay now we've hit this guy's pinnacle of story so we let's give him the stipulation match. Yeah, but Attitude week. Era didn't give us stipulation matches. No, to but this it gave us absolutely wild bullshit every week. It that's was fine. A, it was a lot of wild bullshit. Yeah, Speaking but, of yeah. stuff that's wild, and I don't mean to change topics right away, but I I really want to make Chuck smile. 
they they dropped a Julia Hart shirt. <gasps> oh, I did see that. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's so, so, so good. So that's her design. That's... Once again, this is this is an audio medium. Ooh. Yeah, but it's a very good shirt. Now, see, and I'm holding it up to the screen. She's right got a now, little so... bit of a, a skull, sugar skull face, almost Thunder Rosa esque. Yeah, but it's, it's just skull instead of actual paint. That's one just of like the Billy better. like Billy Army of Darby Allens. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's it's one of the better shirts. Like my big complaint with Shop AEW, I haven't been a big fan of a lot of their designs. The only thing I saw that I would buy is the Eddie Kingston shirt I mentioned, and there is a Best Friend shirt with the little cartoony version, and Chris Stantlander is ET, and they're all on a bike. That one's cute. Like, I like that one. Like I I like wrestling shirts that don't look like wrestling shirts. Yeah, right. If that makes sense. I'm surprised they still have that because Chris Stantlander has not been. That's what I showed it to Amy, time. and she's like, "Is she still part of Best Friends?" I'm yeah. like, "Okay." So they did take sort the picture of. with the 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 sweatsuits, the tie dye sweatsuits, and she has one. Okay. But on television, because they're trying to give her a more serious role, they're trying to downplay the alien character mm-hmm. and make yeah, her. Yeah, because she got rid of that. Yeah. Look altogether. And so. trying to make her so it's like she doesn't. She doesn't hang out with the best friends I, as much I as she like, used to. I like her new vibe, too. I like her and Athena together. I think they're fun. Lot. And it's going to be interesting to see them yeah. when eventually they turn on each other and sure. then that becomes a feud. What? Because I, <laughs> what? Why, why would you wish that on them? My one worry I have with the women's division right now, and it's slowly getting better, like we're seeing good stuff throughout. I don't have anyone on the roster that I could believe could take out Jay Cargill right now. Yeah. It's the Roman Reigns problem. Yeah, right. where yeah, it's I think like you you yeah, built somebody point. so high that I look at all the potential yeah even opponents Thunder and I'm like, Rosa I'd nah. say no yeah no you're right no and it's not even a matter of you know you know like I will I will freely admit Jade does look she's she's in her first or second year of being a professional wrestler yeah. and it shows yeah. Yeah. and she's doing the work but she's obviously not picking it up in the same way that a Kurt Angle or a Brock Lesnar right. did Correct. so she's it's gonna be a yeah. long haul for it, her to eventually get to a passable skill level they have her looking like a, a million bucks they do the, the group around her the baddies putting Stokely with her uh, and obviously she has a look but they definitely skyrocketed her way too quick right this and should part have been of it part of it is because now. she's got the look Yep. And she's got the attitude down. Yes. Yeah. Right off the top yep. of the, right off the bat. So like if we can coast on that, yep. then okay. Honest, but you're also and coast they have. And my, <laughs> right? my yep. only my only solution in my brain is to, to take out Jay Cargill. Go sign Sasha Banks. I think and that, that's y- it. you're right. I agree. That's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that's believable. If if Chris Statlander or Athena or any of them, I love them, but if they be Jade I, unless there's a bunch of bullshit shenanigans, how they like, basically cheat to win right. to take to topple the giant kind of vibe, unless that's the case, I'm like, no, I don't believe it. Go sign Sasha if you want a good, clean, you know, take out Jade kind of story. Sasha's the only one that could pull that off. Yeah, I or mean, Naomi. I, oh, no. yeah, I believe Naomi. Naomi. Not as not as much as Sasha, but I no I mean, Sasha definitely has more star power. It has to be somebody that comes in fresh. Yeah, Wh- whomever it is, it has to be somebody who is you know now hashtag all elite. Um, I you know yeah. whether it's uh, the two of them, I, you know who's to say, who's know. to say who's a free agent or who could become a free agent. Right. I don't right. know. Right. Shit changes all the time. Yep. But it has to be somebody who is coming in fresh. So speaking of the women's division, how do we feel about the the uh, segment with Ty Conti and Ruby Soho 
in that uh, in the parking lot. I get it. I I saw your tweet, and I get it that yes, it, it it's like very silly. She she did not have her arm in the door, and then have to put her arm in the door to yeah. get it slammed on. Like yeah, I get it. All right. I'm disappointed in like the amount of outside of Daniel Garcia, like the other people who have been in the business for a minute, who. We're in that segment, right? Jake Hager, Jericho, even 2.0, right? Mm. How do you not know? Put her arm, grab her and force her arm into the door. Like, right. that's the only, that's the easy fix to it, right? And ha that's who I'm disappointed. Like, I feel bad for Ruby because Ruby knew, like, this is yeah, the spot. Right. No one's put my arm in there. I guess I got to put my arm in there. Right. Uh, it looked, that, that looked silly as hell, man. I, has, but I also, has, I also look forward to Ruby beating the crap out of. Yeah, I, love I am not for violence against women, but boy, do I like seeing Ty Conti get beat up. Oh yeah, because she sells like a million bucks. She yeah. really does, yeah, and, she does. and perhaps that might have been the the issue because I I can't recall off the top of my head any time a, a man has like held yeah yeah done that yes yeah, so, I mean that that could have been the issue I mean so maybe Ruby was in the wrong there maybe Ruby was in the wrong spot perhaps right? you yeah. know either way like the, you know it, it could it have been better. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's funny because I saw uh, a few people send out because, you know, again, Jericho's whole thing, group his group's whole thing is sports entertainers, right? Yes. So someone said that this was a knock on WWE, how stupid segments like this look on WWE. I'm like, ah, you're stretching. That I, you're giving them way so, too much credit. Yeah, like, it was yeah, just bad. I agree with that. <laughs> so this is something that I thought of the other night that I, I want to run by you guys and see if, if maybe it, it holds water for you okay. or, or if you're like, no, nah, that's bullshit. But... Obviously, we've mentioned a billion times that we got to talk to Chris Jericho for Nerd Radio. Yes. Um, you can and we go got to back hang out with Chris Jericho. Yeah, it was fun. You can go back and listen to that on WRAF.com, the Nerd Radio podcast. Um, well, but I get the impression, and I've heard and seen nothing to dissuade me from this, but I get the impression that when it comes to putting together a match in AEW, the wrestlers in the match have a lot more say, a lot more freedom, and um, maybe a lot less oversight Okay. Than you would have when you have in WWE, where in WWE it'll be like, here's your match, here's the finish, here's the spots. Make sure you're at this point in the ring so we get the shot properly. Yeah. And I wonder if the reason we get the the you know the goof ups mm -hmm. uh, as far as shooting the shots are concerned is because the the wrestlers aren't as concerned with I got to be in this spot for this camera shot. Yeah. If it's I gotta more, hit my mark. Yeah, if it's not a matter of hitting your mark, it's a matter of like, look, this is the spot. Make sure you're in position, cameraman. Well, and I think that's... And that may be, be, and you're dealing with, you know, camera people that are like, I'm trying to get the shot, but like, if I'm not on them 100%, then I'm gonna miss it. Right. And I can't yeah. be on them 100% because there's only three of us down here. Yeah, and I think in general, and this isn't, you know, a, a knock on AEW the story or anything, but I, it, the... Matches are much sloppier in AEW than WWE. Like, just talk about the the, the athletic. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's because of that, right? And I think there is a benefit to having somebody there saying, hit this spot, be here, there, this, there, instead of just telling the wrestlers to just yeah, go. I, th I, I think, think there's that's, probably a middle ground. There's probably yeah, absolutely yeah. a middle ground. And I think AEW like, is a little too far into just as grand. Yeah, they have veterans who have been doing it. Mm. But again, there's a difference from being. A performer, you know, just like in 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 sports, not all athletes can be coaches. They can be the exactly. the best athlete, but they just can't coach for shit, mm -hmm. right? And it's same with WWE, or WWE, AEW, with any wrestling. 
it's just because they're a great wrestler does that mean they can tell you how to you know or call their own match or, oh, for or sure. book their own match. There's been plenty of wrestlers I've heard of before that like have transitioned into a producer and within weeks were like, I can't do this. Well, I think about like the, I don't I don't yeah. have the capacity to tell you. I know how to do it when I'm in the right, ring. Right. I don't have the capacity to tell you how to do it. And think about the people who had turned into producers, right? And think about their wrestling careers. They were not big stars. Yeah. Right. More times than not, they were maybe a tag champion here and there. Right. That's it, right? Like they- Don't you, you know, knock J&J Security. Right, yeah, J&J Security, <laughs> all these guys. Like, And so it's a different mind. And I think, you know, or AEW needs to pull away from just letting, you know, for lack of a better term, it's not to this extent, but I just, this is the only term, letting the inmates run the asylum. I know it's not to that extent. Right. I just don't know another phrase to say it. You need to kind of control it. You need to- Tell them, hit this spot, make sure you're here, there. It needs to look better. It just does. The story's great. The athletes are great, you know, and so on. But a lot of it is sloppy. You see a lot more botches in AEW than you do in WWE because, and that's probably a big reason to what you just said. And, you know, sometimes depending on how bad the botch is or how, you know, whatever, it can take away from the product. Right. You know, more and, camera cuts in AEW. Yeah, you yes. heard it first. Yes. And, uh, you know, or, and also injuries too. Injuries is sure. another thing, you know, if you're, if that can happen uh, more often, if you are just running your own match in the middle of the match, you're doing a spot that you didn't plan to. So fuck it. Let's do it. Even if it's as simple as, you know, a suplex or whatever, you know, like there's, there's a, a method behind planning out the match like that. And I definitely think it needs to be done more in AEW. Well, let's quickly hit some other stuff before we wrap up this week's show. Um, John Moxley and Brody King. That was a hell of a brawl. Uh, yeah. I love that. That was yeah. friggin' fantastic. I loved Brody as a, a challenger for Mox. I thought that was a perfect. Absolutely. I hate them calling it the interim title. I, I cringe every time I hear it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I thought that was a perfect challenger uh, for Mox. Takashita, uh, is it, in Kingston? Takashita. Takashita in Kingston over on Rampage. I, uh, yeah. Good match. Yeah, Very that was good. solid. Yes. That was that was. Uh, that was a particularly tasty outing, if I do say so myself. I also appreciated their their uh, photos smiling together. That was after nice, the match. wasn't that nice? After they beat each other up. Even Eddie gave some respect in his promo afterwards when he uh, uh, was going at Jericho. Yep. He's got Moxley this week. Did I see that right? Yeah. Together? Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's fun. Uh, it was almost Ring of Honor rampage last week. Kind of, yeah. Because you got Lee Moriarty and Jonathan Grisham against the Gates of Agony. Oh, oh, Grisham turning yeah. and joining forces with Tully Blanchard. I like that shit a lot. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm like, yeah. So, like, I'm excited to see where that goes next. Right. And you got Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez kind of uh, looking like they're probably going to fight each other. At the yeah. Ring of Honor pay per view, yeah, they their their matches booked, so that's I mean that's gonna be a brawl. Like I'm excited to see that. Like that's you know, that's such good shit. Of course, I'm sure we were all happy to see uh, Dan Housen as OC's lawyer, <laughs> both I mean, on Rampage and on uh, Dynamite last week. He looks great in a tie and a suit, yeah. suit yes. coats. Yes, yes, <laughs> him and his hands, his tie, oh. it's good stuff. I love the, the image at the end of Rampage of, oh, again, the hands and everything. And yeah. OC just being OC. I love that. That was a great image. Yeah, that was fun stuff. And I talk about Raw and SmackDown, but I didn't watch them. What did I miss? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I do. I got it. Um, da, 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 da. Brock Lesnar was actually on Raw. All right. Okay. Yeah, Brock showed up. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, he took out, uh, you know, it was a segment at the beginning oh, of the show. Oh, wait, I saw on Twitter. He picked Theory. up Otis. Yep, he took yeah. out Otis, put him through a table. Chad Gable as well with some steel steps. Uh, all of that good stuff. Um, I got to remember. I'm sorry. Uh, you put me on the spot. One thing that I've been hearing, and this wasn't necessarily anything that I've seen on uh, on TV, WWE is very high on Montez Ford. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised read, at all. I had read last week, uh, Angelo Dawkins had actually said in an interview that he hears everybody saying that Montez is the breakout star and he's just going to have to step up and prove that that's not the case. And that's great, but so, I think... I mean, if, you know, put your yeah, money where you're not your mouth gonna, is. Yeah, he's going to be the first lumpy guy that sells Vince McMahon right. on not having to be Rip. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's like, Good luck. oh, no, no, man, I didn't put in the work. Yeah, okay, cheeseburger. Well, <laughs> Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon has a very specific type he wants for his tough guys, and they've been trying to sell Angelo Dog. I'm the tough one. Yeah. You're yeah. the one who wears the baggy shirt. Whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. why we all know you're gonna get well, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, think, man. Well, well the exception to that rule is is sweet baby KO. I was just yeah. about to bring yeah. him yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well. So. Yep. He's got a long way to go. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Oh, yeah. for sure. Long way to go. And, and Montez is a superstar. The first off the dude's got into phenomenal shape because that was you know, not even sounding like Vince, he was small before. Mm -hmm. I mean he was very, very skinny. Not even like, oh, Adam Cole's a little short. Like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> Like Montez Ford, <laughs> Montez that just Ford. Like Montez here. Ford was skinny when he first came in, and he has gotten ripped. And uh, he's great on the mic, great yeah. personality. Mm -hmm. Angelo Dawkins is great too. I'm a fan of his as well. Whatever they do for either one of them, do not break them up. Yeah, that's Treat the bottom them line. Like yeah, the new exactly. day. Yeah, yeah. Even if Montez Ford becomes Intercontinental Champion, Dawkins is support just like the New Day did. You never broke up the New Day during I'm, Big E's run, during Kofi's run. Treat these guys the same. I've never understood the mentality of like that tag team guy can't have a singles run. Right. Like no, they could still be friends. They can still be a team. <laughs> they can still be friends. Come on. Right. Uh, I saw that. Uh, was it Ludwig Kaiser got uh, got turned on by? No, Gunther? it's not a turn. It's it's a yeah. Good yeah. Thank you for that memory on SmackDown. Um, it is not a turn. It is a like Gunther being the abusive boss basically. Uh, it isn't okay. like you know I'm done with you. It's he lost the match to Shinsuke. It sounds like Shinsuke is probably gonna challenge Gunther next, and. Gunther was upset with Ludwig, so he made him sit so there. So beat him and, up. No, like it, it was it was like a, a punishment vibe. You stand here and take the chops. Interesting. Yeah, Put your yeah, hands yeah. down and take the chops. And yeah, he yeah. took the chops. And it was and, very BDSM. Yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. It, it was. It was. I was turned uh, on. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> I was, it was into it. They wanted to. It's the swerve <laughs> before next week when they team up Gunther and Shinsuke. Yeah. As the the axis uh, of uh, yes. World War II evil the return. Me, me and Mia tried that after SmackDown. It worked with the chops. The chops. Take the shot. Take the Hands down. Take the shot. Also, uh, so Lacey Evans ain't a, ain't a good guy no more. That yeah, that was uh, that's uncomfortable. You spent weeks telling us how hard her life was so that uh, she could just go back to being. They an eagle. overdid it. They ruined her themselves because they overdid the story because they told the same story every damn week and people got sick of seeing it. Weird. And then, right. <laughs> but when I say the same story, I mean like she literally would come on and tell a story about her life and it was the same story every week just like a different example of it i it's guess like move the camera over a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah that's so that, that weird thing where I, I i in the day i think probably there was a time when vince mcmahon was like i'm just gonna sit and i'm gonna watch and you know sometime between week three and eight something's gonna click right now yeah. things don't click he's just yeah. like oh yeah okay so 
we've wasted your time with that. Yeah. The, uh, now, Lacey Evans has been cut. <laughs> right. right. The Vignettes, uh, the, not even Vignettes, promos, whatever, um, definitely should have went for maybe two weeks. Maybe. And then if you didn't know what to do, just don't put it on the show and figure it out or bring her on the show. But they ruined her to the point that when she showed up, people did not want to see her. Right. And that's how wrestling fans work, right? Obviously. So uh, I'll, we'll see how it goes because the character, the vibe is she comes out and she's looking for cheers. And if she doesn't like when she's, uh, that she goes back she and goes makes back him and comes back, do the entrance and again. Goes back, and she did it about three or four times. Oh, right. awful. So, and then she comes and cuts a whole promo about her. So we'll see where they go with Ooh. this. Ugh. But it was uh, <laughs> dragging shit yeah, out. Yeah, it was. It was. Lord. It was definitely uncomfortable because you, you think know, that was bad. Yeah. How about if we make it four times longer? <laughs> walk back. All right, now walk over there. Now walk over here. Oh man, um, have we been seeing? Not to cut you off, Chuck. I know you got a list over there. Have we been seeing the little promos that they've been? Uh, I think it first started at Money in the Bank, uh, and then they've been showing it out oh, the, the last promos? two weeks. It sounds or like the, it the, sounds like Edge. Tees. Yeah, yeah, it it's sounds edge. like Edge. Um, you know, it's got the Hardy stuff. It got you know. The gold, so a lot of people are like pinning that to his former people, right? Um, I, you know, I love this shit. I love like you know why not? Let's. let's I was excited book, during right? the pay per view when I was like, oh, spooky bullshit, and then the, as soon as it was like, oh, it's Edge. Oh, I don't care. I love, I love the fantasy booking. For- when are we gonna get to the fact that Finn Balor is wearing pants? Oh my god, when did yeah. that happen? Did he wear pants last night? He had a match. I can't remember. Hold on. <laughs> What? He wore pants two weeks ago on Raw. She'd be wearing less clothes. Right. Yeah. Right. Take her clothes off. I just want, like, Finn Balor, dick out. Let's go. Oh. I, I did see a meme of hiding <laughs> his dick garage out. talking about Adam Cole's actual size. Oh, no. <laughs> he did wear pants last night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know he did two weeks ago. He did last Garbage. night as well. Yep. Yeah, no, that's. I will be right back. Yeah. That's oh. uh, oh, right? okay. Oh, oh okay. So, I mean, that's, I, I don't want to sound like Erica when I say less clothes, but pants don't fit him. Well, he's not a pants man. Yeah. The one thing, so the fantasy book I have in my, that I saw that I'm like, you know what? I could see it and why not have fun with it until I find out it's not true is, you know, we know it's Edge in these promos. And of course he got taken out by Finn and Damian Priest and he got the creepy. What if it's Edge and Bray? I'm and sorry. we get an Edge and Bray Wyatt, you know, team against Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Everything you just said, I did not hear because I literally pull up Finn Balor pants oh, and this obscene, you... obscene photo of just like, just, I mean, look at that thing. Look at, I mean, okay. that's, 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 that's obscene. Mm-hmm. The man should be arrested. Smuggling Adam Cole yeah, into the ring. That is, that's, <laughs> he is. <laughs> Google everyone. Uh, Google Finn Balor pants. It's the photo where he's in the green trunks. It's difficult to miss. I don't. I don't know where Erica's been. It's every picture of Finn Balor. <laughs> you yeah, can first see his off. crank. It's, <laughs> this is not new. 
I know, but like this, this is this is this is egregious. Egregious. What is the matter? You should be considering surgery, sir. It's just like reduction. It's it's reduction. I mean, can't believe he hasn't like tripped and fell on that thing. When he's gone for the coup de grace, he steps on his dick. Oh no! Like oh god! I kind of oh my god! I wish that happened. All right, all right. Anyway, so I'm gonna move past that. Oh, you love it. Yeah. On the rest. <laughs> so what I was trying to say is the fantasy booking in my brain was these promos. If it yes, it's Edge. We know Edge is a part of this. If it's Edge and Bray Wyatt, and they're coming back for a tag match on Damian Priest and Finn Balor, that I would love. I love that fantasy booking, and I'm gonna have that in my brain until I find out it's probably not true. I know. Why I, the hell not? I know. And that's, like, that's I, the fun part of wrestling when they do shit like this. I appreciate your high hopes. Um, and I admire it in, in a world full of negative bullshit. Yeah. I do admire a, a, a sunny outlook. Um, I just, I just wish it would come true. I like agree. That, I wish it would come true. Well, and sure. like, I think it's just, you know, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's Lucy and the football's. Too many times. Yeah. And it's just, you know. I'm like, I agree. Like, but, give us the thing. we give, give us the cool thing, Vince. Right. And But what do you always say? Wrestling's supposed to be fun, right? Wrestling is supposed to so be fun. So every time that either uh, promotion teases a return, teases a debut, teases an open challenge, my favorite thing about wrestling is who's it going to be? Fantasy booking. Predicting. Speculation, and, hot right, gas. Speculation, right, that, That's what makes goss. the Royal Rumble fun, right? Uh-huh. Is always, you know, trying to, you know, and I will forever, no matter how, you know, unhappy I am with either product, every time they do, they're always going to get me with this. I'm not saying they'll ever come true or not. I am, I'm just saying I just this admire always you. works. I admire you having hope. In a world that seems hopeless, not I. I, no, I am being genuine when I say not, this. I like, swear to God. Again, it's you. It's what you said. Wrestling's supposed to be fun. Yeah. So if I'm gonna watch the, these products, I love wrestling. Mm. Period. Right. Like fuck WWE versus AEW. I love wrestling, and if I'm going to watch it, I am going to enjoy it. Right. And every time they tease a return. I'm on a fantasy book. Ooh, what if it's this person? What if it's that person? Even if it's unrealistic, even if it'll never happen, even if I'm always wrong, that's the fun part of wrestling. That's why they do this. That's why they're airing these promos for two weeks without giving us an answer, right? Look how when Cody showed up, they had Seth come out every week teasing it. And granted, you know, deep down, we knew it was probably Cody. Yeah, we knew it was right. Up. But it was still that, you know, Fantasy booking of who's it going to be? Ooh, someone's returning. Someone's debuting or something's happening. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the payoff may not always be what it is, but that build, that suspense is what makes wrestling great. And that's, you know, th- that's what WWE is doing. That's what AEW has done plenty of times. And, you know, like with Claudio, right? When Brian Danielson said, I have a mystery opponent, you know, for Forbidden Door and for Blood and Guts. What did everyone do? Start fantasy booking. Johnny Gargano. What if it's this person? What if it's that person? You know, and whether it's whether it's predictable or not, it's still fun. So, I enjoy it. All right. Well, we are hostless. We are and hostless. I, and I feel like we've we've reached a point that we can end on a on a yeah. just to put a button on this jazz. I mean, friends, I can I can end the stream without oh, well, turning I mean, off. Where, where, can people, where can people find yeah, exactly. it? Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm not saying end the stream right this second, but I'm saying we don't have to wait for Chuck. Yeah. So I mean, well, JV. 
where where can folks find you? Uh, the JB Sports Talk pay per view pod currently on hold due to technical difficulties, uh, but on social media at PPV underscore pod still constantly interacting with people on there and of course i'll have updates on when the podcast will be back you can find me on uh twitter at uh one fall show and uh on instagram at shawnee.constant where i'm showing off my new pup how is how pup the, the pup seems to be really adjusting Doing very very well that's good S- starting to now get a little exuberant so now it's like learning manners it went from like you, you teaching you you're very welcome here to saying you're welcome here. However, you there must refrain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, doing great. Doing That's great. great. Getting along with the kitties. So kitty number two, Francis, is starting to go nose to nose with her now. Aww. So yeah, they're, it's a matter only a matter of time before the oldest goblin gives her a bop in the face <laughs> and all hell breaks loose. But as of now, everything's going great. That's great. Hi. Hi, Chuck. Sorry. It's okay. I take care of a little upset tummy. It's all right. Remember a couple episodes back? I left twice. (laughs) Twice. That's right. It was bad. Erica, where can people find you? Folks can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Banis. Google that shit. Or that. (laughs) Google that shit. There, Google that shit. So, yeah. And, of course, you can find us recording this show Tuesday nights around uh, 6.30 on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. And check out the One Fall Show Super Universe I do with Nate Bender Ooh, and with Will Cherry over on our YouTube page and on twitch.tv backslash Limit Break Radio. You did it. <laughs> I did it. I, did. I almost fucked it up. But, yeah, I did but it. you did it. I did it. So, uh, yeah. I, 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 guess, uh, I guess I got here just in time to wrap it up, Shawnee. Have Take fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Who is this? Your one fall show. Housing. Chips. From Sean Housing. He's from Macomb County. <laughs> produced a podcast of some sort. Who is Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housing's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast. Dan Housing does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Yes. Oh, <laughs>